0: Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week I wanted to give a couple thank yous before we got started. First, a thank you to Nick.Robertson, who left our most recent review on iTunes. Thank you so much for liking the show and leaving a review. That really helps get the word out there to more new people. I believe that Nick has recently started a podcast project of his own, Tabletop Squadron, so if you're interested in some Star Wars actual play, feel free to check him out. I'd also like to thank Jules Cunningham for their recent contribution to our Patreon. Thank you so much, Jules. That means a a lot to us. One more thing before we get started. If any listeners have problems with trauma to the face or neck, be warned that that is a significant theme in this episode of the show, so come in prepared and aware. Now, let's get started. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, golden might of the dawn, ashen mask, tepid harmoniously is called Tawia. And Rizzo stood face to face with the Bull of the North outside the Temple of Struggle Cessation. As this battle began in earnest, who would emerge victorious? What losses would need to be sustained? And could the Bull be defeated before everything came crashing down? Alright, so everybody roll, join battle. This puts the bull at a starting initiative of 15 and her battle group at a starting initiative of 6. Where are y'all at?
1: 3. Oh, just kidding. 11. <laughs> you, you made my heart stop, Chanel. I got <laughs> 10 total.
2: 10. Perfect. I have 21.
0: Excellent. And then Accord Jeez. has 5 and Tawia has 15.
2: So Ash and Mask, what are you going to do? Ashen Mask explodes with power as combat is initiated, and essence pours out of him in black and purple streams as it covers him, making him seem to almost fade into it, turning into darkness himself, and slowly you can see eyes appear in it as... The black and purple essence explodes into hundreds of ravens that circle around him. And as he brings out his golden chakram and throws it at the battle group, the chakram seems to be followed in by all of these ravens splitting up and slicing through all of the battle group. So even though only one weapon is being thrown, it is hitting everyone around him.
0: Perfect. So I'm going to call that a two dot stunt to get you started. And what charms are you activating?
2: Well, because I won initiative, I get to use a Steel Storm Descending, which uh, will let me do a decisive attack without resetting to my base. So he'll be doing a decisive attack, Uh, also he'll throw joint wounding attack on that as well, and precision of the Striking Raptor. Now, when I am attacking, I get bonus dice on the attack equal to my initiative difference, I assume will get go off the initiative difference between me and the bull and not me and the battle group. Sure, let's do that. Okay.
1: Boo.
0: I mean, you've already got five automatic levels of damage against the battle group.
2: What's the distance that I'm at right now? Range band wise. Uh, Medium. Okay. Uh, Then precision will make it go from medium to close or medium to medium to short short
1: would be one.
2: Yeah. All right so thrown with six extra dice plus the stunt is a
0: 12 to hit so that beats their defense by four good which means your lethal goes through (laughs) because this is a lethal attack or decisive attack rather so go ahead and roll your 21 dice of initiative
2: that would be eight successes plus
0: the five brings you up 13. 13. Okay. As her battle group would lose a point of size, she's going to reflexively trigger a charm that is going to let her rally for numbers for that group. So let's see how much she's able to recuperate as she looks from the interlocked die claves and says, Whatever you do, do not break rank. She got... 13 successes on this roll, which means that the battle group will automatically refresh 6 points of their initiative, so your 13 damage drops to 7 damage, but that still is a powerful strike against the battle group, and go ahead and describe your joint wounding attack as she is calling out this order to her troops.
2: As joint wounding attack is a weird outlier for using against a battle group, what happens is as she calls out to her group to hold and stay together, and you can see that some of the soldiers begin to rally, the chakram on its way back to Ashen Mask's hand smashes into the side of the bull's mouth, seeming to knock it out of alignment, so it hangs and the shockworm flies back into Ashen Mask's hand as a tooth falls out of the bull's mouth. And that ends your turn?
0: That is me. Which brings us down to the bull and Tawia. Tawia is going to start rushing toward the battle group as essence begins to congeal around them. And the bull, now with their jaw hanging open, pressing into Rizzo, calls to the group to charge. And then raises her Diclave and begins an incredible flurry of attacks against Rizzo, seeking to knock her off of her balance. So first we're going to roll an order, and that is at minus six because of the flurry and joint wounding attack. Which has double nines. And that's great because she rolled several nines. So that is plus twelve to the attack that the battle group is about to make. So as she finishes calling out to her battle group, she presses into Rizzo, striking down with her diclave, trying to knock an opening into her defenses. So your defense is six, right? Yes, I checked on my sheet. Are you going to spend anything to improve your defense here? She is just rolling 12 dice.
3: I will be spending two peripheral points to up my defense. Perfect. By one.
0: That is eight successes on this attack. She will be rolling seven dice of damage. So that is three points of damage that you take as she slams into you. So your initiative drops from 11 to 8. And then you see the bull roaring from the edge of her anima congeal around her blade. The diclave is now not a single blade, but it is the body of a bull with two massive horns coming off the edge of it as she lifts it above her head to strike you down once more. She is going to be rolling 20 dice with an automatic success against you. Would you like to spend anything to defend yourself?
3: Yeah, I'm actually going to spend uh, 11 motes to use Spirit Strengthens the Skin, which is plus 11 to my soak, and then I'm just going to spend the full 10 uh, motes to strengthen my defense by 5.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. She rolled eight successes so she crashes down on you you don't have to spend the motes for spirit strengthens the skin so you save those 11 motes mm-hmm. she crashes down on you and the essence around her blade begins to slough off but before it is completely gone she stands back drops into a low stance and begins to spin like a dervish with this enormous whalebone blade clinging against you again and again and again, as she is going to activate another charm, spending five motes to make four decisive attacks against you. So, she is going to make... Three attacks, which she has dropped one point of initiative into. Then she's going to make one attack, which she's dropped 16 points of initiative into. All of these will benefit from excellent strike. The last one will benefit from her full excellency as well. So is there anything that you would like to do to defend against the first three attacks? No, thanks. All right. So we're going to roll all those out and then we will resolve the last one, which I'm assuming you want to spend some of your meaty resistance charms on. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So that is four. The first attack will break through your defense. She's going to be coming at you with one die of lethal damage. Let's see if that succeeds. That's a six. That is no go. That's seven on the second one. Let's see if that damages you. Yes, that is one point of lethal damage coming at you. That third attack is nine successes, so you're lucky that this is decisive, because she can't add any rollovers. And that's a seven, so that is one more success. So you take one more point of lethal damage. She is now, after this giant spinning onslaught, raising her diclave up as the corona of essence around her blade shatters in a roar as she drives down her diclave, full of killing intent. How are you going to defend yourself against this 20-die attack? Your defense is now zero because of onslaught penalties.
3: First of all, I'm going to start off using the Dipping Swallow defense.
0: So that brings your defense back up to six. Mm -hmm. Good job.
3: (laughs) And I'm also going to pay six smotes to up my defense.
0: So going up to nine. Perfect. So that is 14 successes, which means she is going to be rolling 16 dice of decisive damage against you. Will you do anything to protect yourself? No. That is four lethal levels of damage coming at you in this attack as her blade crunches into your shoulder, you've got a lot of resistance charms. Is there anything you're going to do to prevent this from happening?
3: Yeah, I'm going to spend eight modes to use the iron skin concentration and try to pedal back all that damage by creating eight minus zero health boxes.
0: Her blade digs into your shoulder as these minus-zero health boxes soak up this damage. You are with four minus-zero health boxes still standing as your skin becomes incredibly tough and the whalebone and essence commingling together are not strong enough to defeat you and your internal resolve, your physical strength, the bull is no longer burning her anima. She looks weaker than she did. She's panting. She's expended a lot of energy. She pulls back her diclave and looks at you. There's no smile in her eye. There's no playfulness across her gashed and bloody lips. She is serious, but she has very little left to go on. Her initiative has dropped down to seven. It is now Goldie's turn. What do you do, Goldie?
1: So Golden Might of the Dawn is going to reach out and behind her, a mammoth of a chimera made of mouse, lion and bear with a flaming red mohawk stands and she is going to grab hold of the fur of this mighty beast, throw a leg over and ride into combat because she got to get close enough to do something.
0: So Goldie is charging across the battlefield as the bull, pants, exhausted, so early into this fight, looking down at you, Rizzo. Anger fills her eyes, and it is your turn. What will you do?
3: As the bull has thrown pretty much everything she can at Rizzo, I imagine it's kicked up a lot of dust, and finally, when they both look at each other, you know, standing farther back than they were when she was attacking Rizzo, she looks angrier than she did before, knowing that immediately the bull has tried to murder her with the same weapon. Looking at it, it's got Rizzo charged emotionally. And just the fact that she has to see that whalebone awful weapon one more time, it's got her wanting to not only destroy the bull, but destroy that weapon as well. And everyone else that the bull has given hell with that weapon, Rizzo's finally seeing a side that she had given her the... Benefit of the doubt, you know, tried to be in the middle about it, and now there is nothing left that Rizzo see redeemable within the bull, and she gives in. So she's gonna use excellent strike and she's gonna use a full excellency, spending nine motes to juice it up. Her anima is still glowing. She still feels this fire within her. Now emotionally charged and physically charged, she grabs her sword from behind her. And much like it has before when she is going to attack, it vibrates from within and she connects with her sword a little bit. It's an extension from her body And with her anima glowing, her sword glows with her as they are one. She looks at it and she sees her own reflection and she sees a little bit of the essence of her grandma. And I believe that because she had just had that resolve in the temple, it's stronger than it was before. She can feel her grandmother's presence with her in the battle and she can feel the warmth around her. She can feel Ariston pushing her on to do this. She knows that Ariston would want her to kick the bull's ass for ripping their friendship apart, not just for avenging him, but taking their friendship away and him away from hearth so she's going to do it for not only herself but ariston and hearth as well
0: so i'm going to go ahead and call that a three dot stunt because if that's not a three dot stunt i don't know what is so that's two automatic successes on top and you regain two points of expended willpower so you are starting with three automatic successes and rolling 22 dice against her defensive seven
3: that is 13 successes
0: so that is six dice over her defense. What is your base damage? 16? Yes. That brings you up to a base damage of 22. She has a soak of 14. Roll eight damage dice. So the bowl drops to six initiative and you raise to 10. You have the opportunity to follow this up with a peony blossom of your own. Will you?
3: Yes. Yes, I will.
0: Perfect. Perfect.
3: Rizzo's peony blossom is almost literal. It looks like a lotus opening up and blossoming like it would on a lily pad when it's awaking. It starts up, folded up, and then it flowers out. Inside the blossoming lotus comes a swallowtail butterfly that expands its wings and wraps itself and folds around the sword, glowing and sparkling, but vibrating with the sounds of thunder.
0: Perfect. So go ahead and roll that. Are you adding anything for excellencies or excellent strike on this?
3: Yes, I'm going to spend four motes for a partial excellency.
0: Perfect. Go ahead and roll that for me.
3: I got six successes.
0: You just met her defense. So, her soak of 14 will be applied to your damage, which is what now? 16. Your overwhelming value of 5. You'll roll that. I would recommend that also you spend a point of willpower on this to get yourself that automatic success on that damage.
3: I will be doing that, yeah. Four successes.
0: So, she drops down to 2 initiative. You jump to 15. Is there anything else you will do with your turn?
3: So, I'm going to be using the Iron Whirlwind... So that's going to be four additional attacks, and she's going to be using Excellent Strike for each of those.
0: Perfect. And I'm assuming that you're going to split them in the same way the bull did, where you first three attacks are Correct. one initiative and the last one is... A willpower. Yeah, I I'm mean, boosted. also, all of your, um, the rest of your initiative, so... Yes. 12. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So go ahead and roll your accuracy for each of these attacks.
3: eight successes.
0: Your one die of damage goes through, so roll me one die. Nothing on your first one. No die. Roll your ten dice for damage for your second attack. Or, for accuracy for your second attack. God damn this system. (laughs)
3: Ten. Seven successes.
0: Perfect, so roll that one die for damage again. Bingo. Go ahead and roll ten dice for your third attack.
3: Ten. Nine successes. So
0: roll your one die for damage again. So nothing there. Mm -hmm. But now you're taking your final attack with your full excellency. Roll 19 dice. She is going to do what you did and spend two motes to bring her defense back up to seven.
3: 16 successes.
0: How I wish you could add those to your damage. (laughs) Roll 12, and you said you're going to spend a point of willpower for an automatic success on this again? Yes. All right, so she's already taking another one of her minus zero health boxes. Roll those 12 dice.
3: Six successes.
0: All right, let's calculate that on the damage chart.
2: Beep, boop, boop, beep. Let's take it to the big board. board. Survey
0: says... You have taken her down to her second minus one health box. Yeah! (laughs) Jesus, that is some minus zeros. Your strikes rake across her. There are several glowing streaks that you leave in her elaborate leather armor. As you make your final flourish and stab into her arm and then pull out, the blood drops on to the red stone beneath you. You can hardly tell where it's pooling, but you can see the grip on her diclave weaken. She's not able to hold her sword as well as you have pierced her muscles in a way that is actively making this more effortful now we move on to the battle group's turn i believe they got a plus 14 to their roll, or was it 12 12 so they are going to be moving a forward arrange band they are going to be meeting goldie and Tawia, and they are also going to be coming up to the bowl so they are going to be attacking rizzo as well if you have two motes no you are out aren't you
3: I think I have four.
0: Okay, then you're going to want to spend two on this for Dipping Swallow. For people's consideration for spending, they are going to be rolling 29 accuracy dice. Wait, no. 30 accuracy dice. I lied. Is anybody going to be spending for defense?
1: Golden Might of the Dawn is going to be spending a full excellency of 10 motes to bump her defense, or rather her parry, from five to ten, Rizzo is going to be spending two moats to uh, ignite, dipping swallow defense.
0: That is thirteen successes. So it is going to be thirteen dice against Tawia, eight against Rizzo, and five against Golden Might of the Dawn. We're going to go in order here. That is five damage to Tawia, bringing them down to ten initiative. That is 5 damage to Rizzo, so that brings you down to minus 2. Next time they attack you, though, they will be attacking your health track. That is 2 damage against Golden Might of the Dawn. So the group crashes over all of you like a wave, excepting Harmonious Accord and Ashen Mask, who are falling back at range. They tear into you with a ferocity you've never seen from mortal men. They have a dedication about them, the same fire that sits in the bull's eyes as they come down upon you. It is now Tepet Harmonious Accord's turn at the end of the round. He is going to be making a Chakram attack. Against them. He's going to be spending six dice to bring his pool up to 20. Let's see how that goes. Uh, he's going to be rolling three dice of damage. That's one point of magnitude damage. Harmonious Accord sends his chakram swinging through the battle group. It is a poor show in comparison to what Ashen Mask put forth. The soldiers largely duck out of the way, some of them are cut down, and one of them manages to parry it, sending it back toward his hand he catches it and steals himself smirking ready for more violence as we come back to the top of the round everybody regains five motes so top of the round Tawia goes first having
1: no no, no 21 at- motes, Son, oh ashen
0: shit and mask. Yeah. ashen mask <laughs> top of the round ashen mask goes first because his initiative was untouched i, I looked at everyone else's and thought it's got to be Tawia. they've got 10
2: but ashen mask
0: is untouched
2: With 21, what will you do? Seeing the... Absolute savage display that has gone on between the two frontline combatants of the bull and Rizzo, who just poured everything they have into the other person, mostly coming away with little to show, but the bull definitely coming out worse for wear. The ravens swirling around Ashen Mask coalesce into one giant bird that screams as the chakram leaves his hand flying directly into the throat of the Bull of the North.
0: Perfect. So I'm going to give you a one-dot stunt because I can't just give everyone two-dot stunts all the time. She is going to spend two moats to bring her defense up to seven. Good. Any other expenditures you're going to make on this bad boy?
2: I'm going to be throwing an Excellency on there and another joint wounding attack because it stacks. I'll use that full Excellency on this bad boy. Eat Nine...
0: Roll your 21 dice for damage. You can spend a willpower if you like. Yeah, you know,
2: I haven't used any willpower yet, so uh, fuck it. I haven't used
3: any willpower yet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So that's 11 damage. Uh, With the automatic from the willpower or not? Including the automatic, and that's another minus 3 to all of her actions. Your
0: Chakram meets her. She manages at the very last second to pull back her diaclave to deflect it. It does not hit the meat of her throat, but it slices around, coming toward where you opened her jaw, creating a cross in her neck. Uh Arterial blood starts to pour out and intermingle with the blood already pouring down her face and neck. She is at her minus four health box.
2: Ooh, baby!
0: She is... On her last leg, she is barely breathing. It takes effort for her with every breath as the sting of air comes into the cuts. As the heat from the crashing meteor begins to sear the flesh, she has barely anything left.
1: Goldie might be in love.
0: Now, it is Talia's turn against the battle group. They dive in with their sticks, creating an almost rhythmic attack as they flow from one combatant to the next striking them down, creating a beat and a tempo to the battle, something that inspires and moves the rest of the combatants on your side. They are going to spend 6 motes to add 3 dice and drop the difficulty of their accuracy to 4. So they are going to be rolling 17 dice at a difficulty 4 against the battle group, and their defense of 6.
1: Tell
0: that is 4 over, their base damage is 14, the battle group's soak is 14, they are going to be rolling... Their ping of four. That's three. That's enough to clear their <laughs> magnitude track. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so
3: okay.
0: Tawia gets a crash bonus. They are back up to 15, actually 16, with a plus one for hitting, as a large number of these soldiers are brought low by their swings and the beat that they are pounding that is resounding throughout the hollow base of this temple. And it is resounding and creating this intimidating reverberation, which is causing soldiers to start considering whether or not they should stay in this battle. They steal themselves, but their numbers are much fewer now. And as this beat and this rhythm seem to reach their crescendo goldie and her chimera arrive on the scene it is her turn what will she do
1: golden might of the dawn is going to summon out her anima which seems to bleed from her hair as the orange pulls out and as the pink from her eyes bleeds out a dim glow starts to cloak her and it quickly warps and rushes into a flaming red mohawk on a golden radiating chimera much like the one she's writing she's going to launch herself off of it as a thunderous call from believing loving and mercy resounds through the battle and golden might of the dawn is going to raise her scythe up high above her head And with that momentum, she is going to slash around in a wave of burning swings with her scythe that seem to cut the very air and boil the blood that falls onto the red ground of this hollow before the pagoda.
0: Perfect. So what charms are you using here?
1: Everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so let us have it.
1: So first of all, I'm going to reflexively activate White Reaper Form. I'm going to use Falling Scythe Flash, Bleeding Crescent Strike, Greatest Killer Attitude, and Enemies Like Grass. So what this is going to do is I'm going to do two Withering Attacks on the battle group, which will be rolled individually. However, for my attacks, the battle group's drill is treated as one lower. I ignore any bonuses to soak they have from size. I double my strength on the raw damage. I double up to eight, eights on my roll. And I'm going to convert five post-soak damage to automatic successes. And I will receive a halo from each attack that damages them.
0: Perfect. Roll your first attack their effective defense is actually five.
1: So we agreed for the purpose of the battle to simplify it, that Goldie would get two extra dice to one of her rolls around for her Chimera. So I'm going to add those to the roll. Do I get any for my stun?
0: Yes, you will get a three-dot stun for that.
1: Oh, sweet. Uh, that is two automatic successes and a willpower.
0: Two automatic successes, two points of willpower, which can take you over your cap, and two dice.
1: Sweet, because I just spent two willpower. <laughs> so that is nice. So for might of the Dawn's first attack, she's going to be rolling 16 dice with two automatic successes. 16 successes in all.
0: That is 11 rollover. Their soak is 10 because you get to ignore the benefit of their size. So add one to your base damage and roll that. But you are getting five automatic successes and you are rolling 19 dice.
1: So with my five autos, that is 13 successes.
0: So you will automatically bring them down another level of health. So they are now down to size 1. They have a magnitude score of 9, from which you subtract an automatic 3. So they have 6 magnitude left, and you get plus 5 points of initiative for bringing their magnitude down a point.
1: Okay, now I'm going to be doing my other attack, which is going to be notably less impressive... But I am going to spend three motes on it. So that way I can roll 15 dice.
0: That is two over. So subtract eight from your base damage and then roll that.
1: I get to roll 11 dice. Six more successes.
0: You, in one fell swoop, with these mighty swings of your scythe, clear The entirety of her standing army to nothing. Those who remain are cowering and dropping their weapons. You gain another six points of initiative, bringing you to 20 initiative.
1: So Golden Might of the Dawn is going to turn to the bull, her scythe raised, and say, I tried to tell you that an eye for the eye will not get you anywhere. Now I hope you can see what I mean.
0: Her eye turns to you, an angry bead of hot fire emerging from a gash of blood, like a crimson flower opening across her face, <laughs> and sends a nothing but waves of hatred in your direction.
1: Don't think I'm scared of you, sweetie.
0: That brings us to Harmonious Accord. There is no battle group for him to fight. He takes his Chakram, weighs it in his hand, and turns. You're going to pay for what you did to Ariston. And throws his Chakram at the bull. He is going to spend his six, so he's going to roll 20, and he's making a withering attack. Seven successes. And that's all rollover from the bull's defense. That means that he is going to be rolling 20 dice minus Orsoka 14 for six. That is seven (laughs) damage bringing the ball to negative five initiative.
3: Yay! Is she a negative after me?
0: She is. Oh, cool. As Harmonious Accord strikes at her with his chakram, she raises her diclave at the last second, clinging it away, but the weight of the force causes her to stumble back and drop her diclave into the ground to steady herself. She looks... At Rizzo, who stands in front of her, taking ragged breaths. It is your turn, Rizzo. What do you do? I'll say right now, as we come to your turn, she's at minus 10 to all of her actions. She's at a minus 4 to her defense. She is not going to be recuperating any of her defense anytime soon. To continue this in structured combat time makes very little sense. What will you do?
3: Rizzo takes her sword and looks at the bull. The bull's diaclave is in her hand or not?
0: She is gripping the handle, Mm -hmm. and it is driven into the ground before you.
3: Rizzo takes her sword, wipes it from the grime, dirt, fingerprints, and blood that was on it before. She twirls it and tosses it in her hand and takes a deep breath and stabs it. She exhales as it drives inside her and uses her foot to kick the bull off of her sword. The bull stumbles
0: back, air driving from her lungs as she stumbles. She lets go of her diclave as she falls. An expression crosses her face, perhaps confusion, maybe actually satisfaction. So it seems I have been beaten. It is no shame to have lost to you.
3: Rizzo stabs her sword in the ground next to her and kneels down on her level. She looks her in the eyes and says, You still have let down all your ancestors.
0: It will be they who judge me now. Not you. Not men. And she reaches her bloody hand up and presses it into your forehead where your cast mark would be, leaving a red dot of blood as she exhales. And the feeling that wells up inside Rizzo now, there's a mix of her own feelings, and I will not say what those are. Those are for you to say. But a piece of Ariston rises inside you now, sharing the love that he had for you, for Godwin, for Golden Might of the Dawn, for Hearth Eternal, and the love that he so desperately wished for from his family. Though, you have committed an act of killing in this moment. That part of Ariston lets you know that it was in the name of allowing more people to go on to love.
3: Rizzo generally would have felt a different way about killing the bull, but... With this letting go that Ariston has been able to give her and give that realization that not somebody who was just talking to her would be able to give her that sense of this realization within Rizzo that she had to kill this person, not only to avenge her friend and make up for a lot of the lives that the bull has taken, but in order to... Stop the things that the bull would be doing if she were to stay alive. There is nothing redeemable in her that would not result in more deaths of other people in any way that made sense to Rezo at all. And with that, this is the one death that she can cleanly wipe her hands from and take a deep breath and exhale the negative that the bull has brought onto her.
0: And as you exhale this breath, the roar of the oncoming comet intensifies. The return of time is speeding up. Are you ready for some piping hot goss? That's right. It's time for lunch at the Tiger Folk Longhouse. I did not expect my first visit outside of the domain of my temple to be to such a colorful place.
3: Is that a good thing?
0: Certainly, it's remarkable very interesting
2: well yeah i mean they got all that stuff on the walls and the appetizers are great but you know you get used to it
1: no but like look at this teacup so this one is blue i don't know if you know all of the colors since you only ever get red stuff and ashen mask has a yellow cup and rizzo has a purple cup
2: that is one of the most insulting things anyone's ever said to me frankly
3: Do
1: you mean, want to go
2: over the shapes next, or maybe the alphabet? We can also do
1: that. I'm good with the numbers, <laughs> till 10 I'm just saying, if you've only ever seen red, like, your whole life, then...
0: I... That's not the only color I've seen.
1: Okay, well, what color is my hair?
0: Straw color. It's golden or yellow. Blonde, some might say.
1: Okay, but also there's pink. See?
0: Yeah, that's the predominant color, though.
1: I'm just making sure... I want you to have a good experience here.
0: I feel like you're trying to make me look stupid. <laughs>
1: no, stupid. The last I don't thing you want stupid. to do
0: is make the maiden of war upset with you.
1: I was trying to make sure that you had a good experience and that you knew all of the stuff that was happening, but well, now... frankly,
0: you're being insulting.
1: <laughs> well, you're insulting. <laughs> On my eyes. Ooh, rough. Um
2: I could crush your head. <laughs> Like a grape. In between her thighs.
3: <laughs> that
2: well, actually is kind I've, of turning I've me actually, on. I've <laughs> actually, to tell you the truth,
0: I've tried to crush some grapes beneath my thighs, and they're so small, they tend to, to just get lost in
2: there. I, I <laughs> squeeze them, and they slide out before I have a chance to do the crushing.
3: Slip right through. I could, I could see that. Man,
2: that is that is definitely a problem. They slip right out before you get to do the crushing, am I right? Eh, ladies.
3: I've never hey. tried that before. <laughs> me neither,
1: but. You know. hey. Hey. <laughs> do, do you frequently have that problem?
2: With grapes? No.
1: Watermelon?
2: Yes.
1: There you gotta wear a it.
2: poncho if in the, <laughs> you're in the first few
1: rows. That's <laughs> what you call the soap zone.
0: The splash zone, yeah.
1: Didn't we have this talk about a goat a while back?
0: You know what is great about watermelons, though? Mm. Insides? Pink? Come on. Seats? Come on. You... You knew where I was going with that.
1: That the texture is all, like, mushy, but also kind of crunchy, but, like, also flaky.
0: the inside is red.
1: Oh, Oh. (laughs) I always got a pink vibe Mm
3: -hmm. from it. Yeah, I I also... It's fine, it's, it's, that's, uh, neither here nor there. Uh, I do have a question for you. Yeah, Um, what's going on? Do you think if you had, like, somehow entered your temple, but it wasn't your temple, what would be in your room?
0: Suffice it to say... That I have four sisters who... Pieces of work, all of them. Mm. (laughs) Probably something to do with them.
3: Mm. Well, it's a good thing you don't have to uh, do that. I mean, we'd be here for you, but... I would I think that would be real difficult because they are all very strong ladies.
0: Yeah, you do not want to get into a room where you have to deal with the maidens of journeys, secrets, endings,
2: and serenity. Well, I mean, I feel like if you're in a room with... The Maiden of Serenity. That's got to help a little bit, right?
3: Yeah. Uh, Or put a little balance to things. Something
2: that
0: everyone forgets about the role that we maidens occupy in the grand scheme of things is that we are as responsible for ending the states that we're associated with as we are initiating or maintaining them. Mm,
3: so she ends in
0: Venus as well. knows how to
2: make a person absolutely miserable. Oh. So then does that mean that the maiden of endings is responsible for ending endings?
3: Or beginnings? No, ending it endings.
2: It is kind right. of trite, but there there is Saturn loves
0: to talk about how with every ending there's a new beginning. True. Yaddy yaddy
2: yaddy. Whenever a door closes a window opens, and then you jump out that window, there's a rose bush beneath you gotta watch out. Woohoo no.
3: I learned that in a story once. It's about a frog and his son.
2: I learned that in a story once. About oh frog Junior! politics.
3: Those are helpful stories. It's yeah. for our youth. Youths. The youths. The youth.
0: Did you ever hear the story about the hungry hungry penguin? No. Not much of a story there, actually. It was just a pangolin that starved. I saw it dead once.
3: You actually oh. saw it dead? Is that a real story, or is this like a personal story?
0: In every myth, there's a little bit of truth.
3: Oh, that's when true. When you think about it, you, you boom. Want, uh, when, when people say, just kidding, I like to think there's a little bit of truth in it. So when they say, you're ugly, just kidding, and then I get upset, because then I say, there's a little bit of truth in every just kidding. Yeah. And then they feel bad.
2: It's called kidding on the square. Because you're, you're kidding, but you're also on the square with it. You're kidding on the square.
1: I'm going to say that. You're kidding on the square, you fool. RZA, the next time anybody says anything other than the fact that you are a beautiful, amazing, phenomenal, opalescent goddess, I will kill them. I was waiting for a just kidding after that. Just uh, kidding. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, there it is. I'm on the square. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> no, just kidding on the square. is That's what it means. <laughs>
1: No, I'm just on the square of truth that is entirely truthful statements. We'll see. Only time I know. will tell.
0: I've never felt like squares were very truthful shapes. I could never make heads or tails of them. Are they squares? Are they rectangles?
2: Are all squares just rectangles who are lying?
3: I think all rectangles are squares, but not all
2: squares are rectangles. It's the opposite. All (gasps) rectangles are squares, but not all squares. That's what I said. Or no, all squares are rectangles. (laughs) Not all rectangles are squares.
1: You know, I heard that all ultrasounds are sonograms, but not Uh all sonograms are ultrasounds.
0: What the fuck is a sonogram?
3: (laughs) I think it's something that you send to people when it's their birthday.
2: Oh. Yeah. One of those singing sonograms. Uh, okay, I've got it, yeah.
3: And then an ultra one is when they do it really, really loud. Yeah, that's more than one person that comes to your door.
1: It's almost like they have a whole, what's it called when those super annoying people come to your doorstep around the holidays and sing at you?
0: We just went over that. It's a sonogram.
1: No, no. an <laughs> <That's a> ultragram. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a uh, carolers. Them, yeah. Happy
3: birthday, happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy, happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday,
0: happy, happy birthday.
3: Happy birthday, happy, happy birthday. Guys, uh, it's actually my birthday today.
0: (laughs) Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you'd like to get in touch with the show or Quinn, feel free to send us an email to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Swallows of South and on Facebook and Tumblr at Swallows of the South. If you like the show, leave us a five-star rating or review on iTunes. It's a great help and always helps get the word out there to more new people. Our theme song is new by Elvis Herod, and I hope you have a wonderful week. See you next Tuesday.